Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I am your host, David Castle, a.k.a. Homage the Lion Killer, coming at you live from, you guessed it, a very locked down Carson City, Nevada. Here we are on this, the 22nd of April, 2020, deep into the lockdown, about a month in here. And we're going to be going over stuff like that and just talking about what's going on in the world. So thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Hope everyone's doing well out there and, you know, keep insane as much as you can with with these crazy times that are going on. I do want to mention first and foremost that you can find all of my work and you can support me on my website. It's homisthelionkiller.com, uh, spell exactly how you would spell that, homisthelionkiller.com. Uh, I am no longer under the domain name, uh, the domain name h0mage.com. Deleted it, and we switched to homisthelionkiller.com. Now, I have a bunch of stuff for sale there as well. Uh, Like I said, if you want to support me, or you can donate there to me because, you know, that's what will keep me going, doing this kind of stuff as far as music and just putting out information. Uh, I have sweaters and shirts and CDs and all kinds of cool stuff for sale there too, so... Go and check it out, and I do have a new music video that just dropped today, too. It's for a song called Who Knew, produced by C. Lance, uh, mixed and mastered by the great Tom Gordon at Imirage Sound Lab. This guy did Dr. Dre's album, The 2001 Chronic. He did all kinds of shit. He's amazing, and the song is really dope, so go and check it out. It's on my YouTube channel, Homage TV. I will put a link in the description so you guys can check that out, and I will play the song for you at the end of this podcast. That little introduction was a sneak peek at the beginning of it, so that's that. Had to do my little uh, self-advertising there because this is my primary thing going on right now. I'm not working. I got laid off just like millions of you have, I'm sure, and this is, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Luckily, I do have some products for sale here. I'm trying to get some sort of value for value system going here where if you see value in the things that I do, you will support me. And uh, I continue giving you the shit you like, hopefully. Now, moving on. Like I said, it's the 22nd of April, 2020. It's about a month into this whole lockdown thing. And it's amazing to see how quickly everything has changed. And how much people are really showing their true colors as far as how they really are. With regards to how they view authority and how they view the confidence in their own ideas and how they see people who may question authority. Uh, a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork here and just just really showing their true colors. And it's pretty disappointing, <laughs> in my opinion, because I wish there were more people who were questioning this whole thing and, and trying to figure it out and seeking, seeking alternative explanations, but... That's just not the case. I think a majority of the people are really, you know, walk, going with this whole thing lockstep. And they're believing everything that's told to them by the mainstream media. And everyone is still falling for this left-right dichotomy, this binary system of thought where if you're not for me, you're against me. Or if you don't like my guy, then then you're wrong. And if, if I don't like your guy, then I don't like you. And th- this is what this whole left-right paradigm is all about. It's a mind control system. And it's just not good. It's not good for anyone, and it prevents people from discovering the truth. That's the reason why it's so effective, and that's the reason why they they still use it. 
Uh, it's the whole way of controlling this democracy. They realize early on that having a democracy prevents revolution because if you just have a, a monarchy or an aristocracy of some sort where you just have a controlling elite that never changes, well, then you're going to have revolutions because people are going to get tired of it eventually and then they'll think that if they throw this dude out and fucking get rid of the king and behead him or do whatever you got to do, then things will change. And <clears throat> historically, that happened a lot. And that's just the way it fucking went. Well, they noticed that if you do this thing called democracy, where you have these supposedly elected officials who supposedly rent people and you can uh, represent people. Sorry, rent people. <laughs> uh, if you have elected representatives who you say represents the people, well, then you can prevent revolutions from happening because every two years... They get new senators or congressmen or what have you. And every four years, you have the opportunity to get a new president. So people just say, as long as you vote and you vote for the right guy, well, things will change. And then if if you don't get him this go around, well, next time, just vote harder. And the whole concept of this is just ridiculous. And voting really doesn't make a difference. If voting made a difference, they wouldn't let us do it. You know, like the old saying goes, I believe that was Mark Twain who said that. And it's true. It's just, that's just the way it goes. But sadly, so many people are still falling for that. And they believe that there's a difference between the two parties, between Democrat and Republican. There really isn't. Uh, it's two wings of the same bird, left wing, right wing. It's controlled by one bird. It's controlled by one system. And that's the reason why when you have different people, for example, Obama going to Trump or from George Bush to Obama, and then Obama into Trump. It was a continuation of the same policies. It's just a different face. And it was the same people behind the scenes, you know, appointed to the cabinets and, and the the high positions that never change. And and they're still the people creating policy and influencing legislation and doing all that stuff. You have a different clown up there who calls himself a president that you get to throw tomatoes at and blame for all the bad shit that's happening. But they're just a puppet, dude. They're controlled behind the scenes. And it's really sad how people can't see that. But that's just the world we live in, and that's the way it is. And it's very rare that someone is able to actually break out of that and notice it for what it is. And I think you're one of those people, so congratulations to you for, for discovering this type of information and just being open to this kind of shit. Um so that that's kind of what I try to do with with these talks is is get people to see this system for what it is and just think for themselves and question things in a different way. And I try to bring you information that you might not hear in other sources and just be the uh, the medium to to get this type of information to you. Not saying I have all the answers or anything. I don't think anybody does, and anybody who tells you that is trying to lie to you for whatever reason. But uh, just trying to get you to think for yourself and and see things from a different perspective. Because if you don't do that and you just believe everything you're told by an authority figure or by these people with these vested interests, then then that's a very dangerous thing. And we're seeing that happening right now with regards to this whole entire this whole lockdown thing. Because it, it's like a big test run in my opinion, what's going on. It's like a psychological operation. I mean, it is. That's not even an opinion. It just is. That's what's happening. And you can see it everywhere. When you go to the store, you see all these signs. that says COVID-19, COVID-19, stay six feet apart. And then they have this jargon, these, these politically correct phrases, like social distancing and, and flattening the curve 
and uh, fuck, what else do they have? There's there's all kinds of these little little sayings that just suddenly appeared that everyone's using, and they just repeat them like a fucking parrot. And they say, well, we have to stay six feet apart. Can't go to the park because we have to social distance and we have to flatten the curve. And we have to stay six feet apart. And it's like people just, they just believe it. And they just they just say it. And I'm not trying to say that there isn't a virus out there. There very well could be. But, I mean, all kinds of doctors have come out and, and talked about how they're manipulating the data. Anybody who goes into these hospitals with a respiratory illness is getting and they die. They're they're getting labeled with COVID nineteen as the cause of death. And then people have brought up points about the testing, the way they test it. Some of sometimes it's just symptoms. And what are the symptoms of COVID nineteen? They're like regular symptoms of any sickness. That's like a flu. It's it's coughing and uh, sore throat and fever. It's like fuck. That could be any number of things. So. There's actually people who have like stage four lung cancer who are going into the hospitals and they die because they were going to fucking die anyways. And they had like a cough or something. And then they're labeling it as COVID-19. And that's contributing to the data. So it's it's completely manipulating it. And that's just the way shit goes, man. That's That's what statistics are. We can go back to another good Mark Twain saying. It goes, uh, there's lies, damn lies, and then statistics. And it's always been like this. They just use statistics can easily be manipulated. And that's just how they fucking do shit. But when you have a guy up there in a lab coat or with a with some letters in front of his name, MD, DR, fucking PhD, whatever, people just believe them. And we've been trained to do that because we've been trained to worship these types of authority figures in the scientific establishment. And that started happening at a very young age. The The scientific community is now the new priesthood who we look towards for truth and information. After they murdered God, they needed something to replace it with, and that, that was science. And the reason why they wanted to get rid of God and religion, the reason why it's it's getting pushed against so heavily today, and that anyone who believes in God is is just insane and and a terrorist, possibly, or, or super right-winger, what have you, whatever you want to call it. They're just dumb. Uh, they just want to get rid of God because God is the only thing that is above the government. And if there's something above the government, then the government can't control everyone. People have a sense of their own self-worth and a greater purpose that would prevent them from being manipulated and subservient to an oppressive government because they knew that life was about something bigger than that. Regardless of of what faith or religion that you followed, the overarching theme of of religion and spirituality in general and having a god or something like that is that there's more to life than than this immediate physical reality and materialism and just going to work and, and fucking, you know, that material shit that we're focused so heavily on today. But with science, it's it's a totally different premise. There is no god. There's, you know, that's even ridiculous to think about. There's just the universe, and and um, it's all materialism. Science is a religion of mechanistic materialism where everything has to be explained by cause and effect, and there has to be data. And that that's the actual scientific method, which is only a method of investigation. It, it wasn't meant to be of faith. Well, actually, it was. But now it's treated like that. But the actual scientific method, you have a, a question and you're like, fucking, is this happening? I don't know. I think it's happening or I think it isn't happening. That would be the hypothesis. And then you test it. 
you collect data, and then you interpret the data, you get your results, and then you come to a conclusion. So that's all science is. It's a method of investigation. But now it's been treated as a dogma or a religion in itself, and it's very, very destructive and dangerous because it's a religion that is based on no morality. There's no there's no purpose to it and there's no consequences after life. Uh, it's just eternal blackness apparently before and after life. You know, they they don't go into that shit because they can't explain it. They just say the, the once the brain dies, you die and whatever. But you could see how that could be dangerous to a society because there there's no greater purpose and and it makes people feel lost and it gets them more um subjective to being controlled like they can be easierly easierly is that a word they could be controlled more easy because fucking they're lost and they're confused they're like what the fuck's going on i don't even know what i'm doing here and <laughs> i don't know so this is the society we live in and it's it's interesting to see the effects of it with regards to this coronavirus outbreak, COVID-19 thing, because it's all coming to fruition and it's really, you're really seeing how deeply ingrained most people's minds are into the system and how much they actually believe it, how much they actually believe what they're told by an authority figure and, and how much they'll really obey. No matter how nonsensical it is and how ridiculous these measures are that they're taking, that they don't even make sense, for example, you can go to Walmart, you can go to Costco, you can go to Target. Only if you're getting groceries, though, but you can't go to buy clothes. Like, wait a second, what the fuck's the difference? But you can't go to any mom and pop business because, of course, they're non-essential because they're not owned by a mega corporation who who gives lobbyists billions of dollars to give the politicians to, to fucking control the world. And, um, you know, you can, you can go to the store, you can walk around and get an hour of exercise but you can't go to the park. You can go to the park as long as you're like exercising or, or jogging or something. But if you take a little break and sit on a picnic table or a bench, then you're breaking the law. And the cops will come kick you out. It's like, well, what if there's some guy who is walking to the grocery store, some some 80-year-old man who doesn't have a car and he, he walks to get his groceries every so often? Bless his soul. <clears throat> and um, he's fucking tired, and he wants to sit down for a second because he can't make it all the way there in one shot. You're going to come fucking arrest this guy? And not only that, but the cops ain't wearing no protective gear that I see, not around me or in the videos that I see, so they come up to you and they fucking yell in your face because they're stupid assholes. Most cops aren't that smart. In fact, you have to not, you have to get a low IQ score in order to be a cop. That's a fact. You can look it up. There was a 2001 case. I think it went all the way to Supreme Court. Some guy got like a 135 on the IQ test, which is off the charts. That's like Einstein status or even smarter. And they wouldn't let him be a cop because he was too smart. And you would think if the cops were all about solving cases and 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 doing shit like that and looking out for the people's best interests, they would want the most intelligent people on the force. But obviously it's not really about that. They want stupid, dumb motherfuckers who are easily controlled and um, don't ask questions. That's just how it works. So you got some guy who's trying to go to the store. He's 80 years old, and then he he sits on the bench in some park, and he's the only one there, but he's breaking the law now. And you have some cop that comes up to him, and he's, he ain't wearing no gloves. He's breathing all over him, fucking yelling at him and shit, spitting on him. 
and uh, <laughs> possibly infecting him with who knows what. And then if uh, he dis- he disobeys, so he's gonna lock, you know, put some handcuffs on him and and take him to jail, where there's gonna be even more people. So you're gonna increase the risk of transmitting the virus even that much more. So the whole thing just doesn't make sense. Or you got in California, they're filling up the skate parks with sand. It's like what the fuck? This is just it's ridiculous. It's like we're living in some sort of science fiction novel or or something like that. It's just crazy. None of it makes any sense. And if you you look at it and you analyze it and you think about it logically and try to deduce what's happening and, and try to see what the fuck's going on, then you realize that. But most people are incapable of doing that. And then when you do that and you try to bring up these these types of issues, people react in a very predictable way, they just say that you don't care about old people and that you want people to die, which is ridiculous. Like, wait a second, all of a sudden we care about other people's lives? Since when? Did we care about anybody else's lives after 2001, after the World Trade Center attacks? When we invaded Afghanistan and killed fucking all kinds of people because we said Osama bin Laden was there? Like, Regardless of what you think about 9-11, you should realize that there were like hundreds of thousands of civilians who were murdered there. But how many people were up in arms about that? I guarantee you that the people who are are so scared of, of their parents or their grandparents getting sick, like, I'm, I'm staying home for my grandpa or for my dad because I don't want him to get sick. And yeah, that's all fine and dandy and, and that's cool. And then these these type of people are saying that, like, you got to stay home too or else you don't care about old people or about, you know, just saving lives. You're just an asshole who wants to kill everybody. But what about – and then – so they're on their high horse about how they're saving the world and all this shit. Well, did you ever stick up for any of the Iraqis that that got killed? And what were you doing in 2003 when, when George Bush said that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and we invaded Iraq under the the fucking name Operation Iraqi Freedom and killed like 300,000 civilians. Innocent people. We bombed them with depleted uranium. There's kids born there with fucking two heads and like five arms and shit. And then they're just all fucked up. They got radiation poisoning. How much do you care about them? Did you ever use your voice to, to try to speak out against that? Or did you only become concerned about the lives of other people when it directly impacted you and the people that you love? When it's some poor brown people across the world that your government is murdering, you don't give a fuck, do you? But now that it's someone in your family that's possibly at risk, now you care. Isn't that convenient? Isn't that interesting how people do that? How we're trained to do that and then and then just be... Fucking do whatever the fucking government says or or the universities or the scientists. What it's they're all one thing. They're all funded by the same people and it's all one big group and one network that's all controlled and has the same agenda. But whatever they say goes. And if they say that we have to invade Iraq because Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction and he's just a bad guy, and then then they insinuated that he was somehow took part in nine eleven, which he didn't. They say Saudi Arabia did, 
and then these fucking terrorists had ties to there. But the whole the whole story behind that is just ridiculous. You know that there's more evidence that our own government had more to do with 9/11 than than any foreign government, and Israel as well, which is fucking basically the U.S. But it, it's just interesting to see how people will just do whatever the fuck they're told and not think twice about it. And then if you do try to bring up these points, they're just so resistant to it. A majority of people. Some people can think about it, but that's very, very rare. Most people are just so brainwashed that they'll never break out of it. But I was thinking about that the past few days, like, because I'd be posting shit on fucking social media, just pointing out the ridiculousness of this whole epidemic. For example, the the nurses who are making these TikTok videos when supposedly, you know, they're on the front lines of this war zone, right? And yet they have time to make a fucking choreographed dance video? Like, what's up with that shit? So I posted something about it, and I forget the caption I wrote. But, um, <clears throat> I was saying something like, fucking, so this is what it looks like to be on the front line of a war zone. And I said, like, happy pandemic or something like that. And then just so many people got pissed, like, and it's, of course, it's people who will never point anything out on their own pages. They'll never go out on a limb to to voice their own opinions. And it, their pages are all like selfies or fucking, you know, just what they're doing, which is fine. Whatever you want to use social media for, that's fine. But, of course, when I use my shit to talk about some social issues, then everybody has an opinion because it's confined to my page and they're not putting themselves out to their own criticism by their peers. They're just on my shit talking shit to me and trying to demean me and my, my thoughts and telling me how I'm wrong. So people were saying like, well, you know, this is what they're doing to boost morale, and I'd like you to go spend five minutes in one of these hospitals, and they've seen more in, in a minute than you've seen in your lifetime. Just saying all this ridiculous shit and saying that if you don't if you don't fucking do the lockdown and if you don't totally stay home or wear a mask all the time, then you're just a bad person and you want fucking old people to die, which is just crazy. But that's the argument that that they come up with because that's what they've been told is happening, like through the media and and through all kinds of different avenues. <clears throat> it's just a massive psychological warfare that that's going on, and and people literally believe that they believe if you if you don't totally support everything that's happening, you don't just like blindly support everybody in the medical industry and everybody in the government, and as long as they're not Trump. Which fuck Trump too, but that's you know he gets like special hatred because he's he represents that left right paradigm and you know conservatives are all racist and Democrats are all fucking nuts. But <clears throat> people think that if you don't fucking if you criticize anything regarding this, you just get labeled as like a like a serial killer or you know on par with the fucking son of Sam or. or Jeffrey Dahmer or some shit. It's like, what the fuck? How are you making that connection? It just, it, it's illogical. It doesn't make any sense. So I've been battling on with hella people on social media, just trying to f- fucking tell them that the, the data has been manipulated. Maybe this isn't as serious as it, as it seems. And maybe we shouldn't just blindly obey whatever the government tells us, given the history of government and their fucking history of democide, where they have killed hundreds of millions of people throughout the years. You know, what's wrong with questioning that? But now if you question that, you're just a bad person. 
and it's it's very strange. It's it's strange times that we're living in, but it's just so representative of how brainwashed everybody is. And then yeah, if if all of a sudden that their own lives are threatened or the lives of their family members, now it's an issue. But for 20 years when we were decimating the Middle East and we still are, who the fuck when did any of these fucking people say one word to try to save the lives of those innocent people? Nobody fucking cared. But now, now everybody cares. Now everyone's a fucking activist who's trying to save the lives of the innocent. Do you see how, how this fucking shit doesn't add up? And how it might upset someone like me who actually has fucking spoken about these types of issues and about warfare and how we need to end these wars and how they're all based upon lies and how we need to save these innocent lives overseas that like we're just ignorantly killing for no reason you know so these fucking billionaires can make more billions and and traffic in the heroin from Afghanistan and steal the oil from Iraq and and fucking blow up all these people in Pakistan and just make all this money for the military industrial complex no that's all fine and dandy they can do all that shit but if you go outside without a fucking mask then you're a terrorist and you're a bad person. Does anybody else see how fucking ridiculous this whole shit is? Ah, man. It's aggravating. It really is. It's incredibly maddening to, to, to witness these times and see the ignorance of people and, and just their lack of, of, of logic and just being able to put things together and, and see what's really happening. And people don't even realize how much they're getting used. And then what's worse is that they'll see somebody like me who, who's trying to, to point out certain things and be like, hey, did you see this? Like, this seems, seems kind of strange. Like, this doesn't really make any sense. And then I'm the bad person, not the person who stands to make billions of dollars from, from this pandemic or the eugenicists who want to fucking cull the population of the earth. They're fine. They have our best interests in mind. But this crazy conspiracy theorist with a fucking microphone and, and posting shit on his social media, he's a bad guy. He's the fucking bad guy. It's just crazy, man. I, I really I really don't understand it. And then but I do understand it. And that's the reason why I talk about it. <laughs> Obviously, that's why I'm fucking doing this shit. And I realize where it's going what sort of position that it puts me in, especially as an artist and someone who you would assume would want to be popular, right? Because it would help my music career. But I know what I'm doing. I know that it's going to isolate myself from other people. Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not with the left party. I'm not with the right party. I'm like in the middle. And I realize that my sort of shit can only appeal to a small minority of people. But it's what I feel, you know, it's, I'm being true to myself and I'm being true to what I think is happening in the world. And if, if I were to, you know, I don't want to like fucking go against that. Because that wouldn't be true. I wouldn't be being true to myself. I wouldn't be being true to what I think is fucking right. And that that could jeopardize my my career or whatever, but fuck it. You know, I ain't afraid of that because I ain't, I ain't a fucking sellout. But I don't know. It's just crazy what I've been seeing happening. Um, it's very sad. And then people, I, I, feel, I feel especially bad for like the older generation who... They just they just watch the news so much and they're just terrified, man. Like my mom, my mom and my aunt, they're fucking they they're terrified. They don't even want to leave the house and like it's hella sad, dude. And I don't know. 
I mean, obviously, I would hate for them to get sick, and I'm not going to tell them, go go outside and start licking fucking telephone poles or, or whatever, or, I don't know, subway poles, or whatever, where is, is that what the kids are doing? You know, take the precautions and, and do what you got to do. Maybe there is a virus out there that's killing everybody. Maybe it's exaggerated. Maybe it's not. I don't fucking know what's happening. I'm not a doctor. I'm not the guy con- connecting all, or uh, collecting all the data and shit. I realize that the people who are doing that may have been jeopardized and, and have vested interests. But regardless, maybe this is, you know, could be deadly to some people, which it can. You know, that's what the data is saying. If you have some pre-existing conditions and you catch this, then yeah, you can get really sick and die. That's a possibility. But they're blowing it way out of proportion and it's just, it's being used as a mind control operation against the people. You see, if the the people who control the world these these foundations which are privately funded through through billionaires such as the Rockefellers the Rothschilds uh, different people like that there there may even be people in the shadows who we'll never learn the names of who are actually more rich than than the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers there's no reason to to think that can't happen but the people who who really control the world and and write up the policies for governments they make plans for over decades and sometimes even centuries because they know how to manipulate the public and they know that it takes it takes a long time to condition the public because you have to change each people you have to change each generation and that's why kids like fight with their parents so much because the kids have been taught a totally different set of values than their parents were taught we're just different because we're being taught different shit in school the we're being taught different shit by hollywood and these celebrities and it, it doesn't make sense so that's why they clash and this was intentional and every 10 10 or so years they they just introduce something new, a totally different set of values that are inconsistent with the ones previous, and they won't be consistent with the with the ones uh, ten years in the future from that, with the kids that are doing that shit, and that's just how you do it. Now, in general, if you have times of peace, it takes a long time to manipulate the public and and introduce these um, these laws that you want to do. You know, for example, after. Like, like to to have surveillance on everyone, you know, and just keep an eye on everyone. It takes a while. Like people fucking fought for for thousands of years for their own privacy. For a long time, throughout much of the world, the king or or whoever it was, the ruling elite of the time, could come into your house and steal all your shit, and and it, you just belong to the government. And, and you had no privacy. You had no private property. Everything belonged to the king. It took a long fucking time and a lot of people had to die in order for us to get these rights to even have a fucking house that, that belonged to yourself or to have a business or, or to have a, a wife and children, like have them not be subjected to fucking getting raped whenever somebody wanted to rape them. Like the, these are relatively new things. And, and people fought for thousands of years to even get a, a little sliver of these types of rights and they don't, the people who control the world don't like that shit. They want, they want to take that away. That's just how tyrannical people are. That's just how they operate. And if, if it were times of peace, it takes a long time to condition the public to accept handing over those freedoms. But when there's a disaster, like 9-11, for example, you can take away all kinds of freedoms because you're doing it for the, the public's own good. Because they're scared. People are scared and they're like, they're more susceptible to to whatever fucking 
draconian measures that the government wants to take. So they'll accept it because they're frightened and they think it's for their own safety. And that's what the government tells them. And so you you can get a lot more done when there's a disaster than you can when there's times of peace. And this is what's happening. This is what this coronavirus pandemic is being used for. It's being used as an excuse, as a reason to make to terrorize the public and just make them fucking terrified and and scared of everything, scared of their own fucking shadow, scared of their neighbors, and and to turn everyone against each other and just be terrified all the time. And then the government can come in and do whatever the fuck they want. They could put us all on lockdown. They can they can take away our rights. They can say we can't go to a restaurant anymore. They could say they can't do we can't do all kinds of shit and people will just accept it. Because why? Because virus. Because, you know, why don't we have any freedom anymore? Well, because virus. And that's that. And it's just, it it's amazing to see this all happening and to see how people will just accept it. But that's the way it works, man. When you have a, a disastrous event, such as what's taking place right now, it gives them justification to do things that they normally wouldn't be able to do. So... It's crazy, man, and it's sad to see how many people are just accepting it. Um, recently, on Saturday, in here in Carson City, Nevada, there was a demonstration. Whoever it was actually funded by and founded by, I don't really know, but I know there was a lot of people protesting the lockdown, which I thought was cool. Of course, it was a lot of, like, MAGA motherfuckers, like people who actually believe Donald Trump is somehow trying to drain the swamp or doing some some good thing, which he's not, he's totally part of the system, and he's the one who actually, like, did all this shit, like, he fucking appointed Fauci, the the doctor, and, and all these people, like, he is doing this right now, so how could you think that he's trying to not do it, like, it doesn't make any sense, it's, it's totally illogical, but there are all these people there who kind of see what's going on, they're like, damn, the government's overstepping their boundaries, they're making so we can't even fucking leave our houses, I can't run my business, I can't cut someone's hair, I can't I can't do any of this shit because the government says that they want to protect me, which is just ridiculous to believe in the first place. But people have seen how this is bad and how it doesn't make any sense. So they're protesting it. And I went there to see what was up. You know, I don't fucking, I'm not a Trump supporter by any means. I'm not a supporter of any political candidate. I don't believe in the left-right dichotomy. Um, I don't believe in any of that shit. But I want, I, I was happy to see these people out there being upset, and as fucked up as that is to say, like, to to be happy that someone's upset, well, there is such a thing as righteous indignation, when there's something which is, when there's an injustice taking place, you should be upset, it's okay to be upset about something that's wrong, in fact, you should be upset, and you should do something about it, you should call it out for what it is, and be fucking pissed, and so that way you can fix it, because without righteous indignation, you're just a somebody who will get trampled on. And these tyrannical people, these bad people will do whatever they want to you. And they'll fuck you up. So yeah, I, I was uh I was excited to see these people out there standing up for their rights. You know, it's it's a right in the constitution to be able to protest and and uh you know say fuck the government, basically. That's that's what this country was founded on. And, uh, you know, I like took a little video, posted on my social media. I said, yeah, fuck this lockdown. This is bullshit. And then, of course, the blowback was, you don't care about old people. What, you want people to die and, and all this and that. That's, that's just like, 
it's amazing how people have been trained to respond like that. And then they'll use all the jargon like, we have to social distance, we have to quarantine, we have to uh, you know, do this and that. Whatever the government says, whatever the scientist says, because they're so godly and so angelic and they just they could do no wrong. And it's not like any of them have a vested interest or anything like that. But it was just it was it's just been weird, man. Very weird times, and it's very telling about the people around us and people maybe even in your own life and how they view things. And um just how brainwashed people really are. Because this is they've they've really kicked it into high gear, and it's really sad, man, to see to see what's happening. Now, as far as like what is actually happening, what's behind this and shit? Well, obviously we got Bill Gates, right? Bill Gates wants to give everyone a vaccine. Now, Bill Gates is a is a tech entrepreneur, right? He's a businessman. He didn't even invent anything, I don't think. They, people try to say that, like, these computers and, and Facebook and <laughs> all these gigantic, the biggest corporations in the world and the biggest, they have the biggest influence on everything, on governments, on our lives. They're, it's just the biggest things in the world right now. They try to make us believe that these things were created in the garage by some fucking guy with a screwdriver. And, and <laughs> it's just, it's, that's not how it happens, folks. Bill Gates was not some guy tinkering in his garage who somehow became the richest man in the world. That's not how it happens. Neither is Jeff Bezos, neither is Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, none of these people, man. There's a machine behind them who 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 puts them in these positions to be the front men for these corporations so, that, so they can give a, a face to the corporation. And then they give it this Genesis story, and it's all lies. It really is. And um, that's just how it works, man. <laughs> the internet was created by DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. It's a branch of the Pentagon. It was created by DARPA, and they fucking say it on their own website. And a lot of this technology, I think, comes from from the military-industrial complex. They're incredibly advanced. They have some shit that we don't even know about. You know, they say they're like 50 years ahead, maybe 100 years ahead of the the technology that's unveiled to the public. But they put people like Bill Gates out into the public eye to, to play this role. And they give him all this money and shit, but he's got to play by the rules. And that's why Bill Gates has the agenda. And that's why it all aligns with the agenda that, that, that was written out in UN uh, Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. And by big foundations like the Club of Rome, who, who are the people behind the climate change movement, people like Maurice Strong. Um, and, and all these, these, these big movements that are, that are funded by people in the shadows, people who are in these unelected organizations where they influence policy, things like the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, uh, Trilateral Commission, the Royal Institute for International Affairs. There's these big, big think tanks who have people from from the most prestigious universities, and they have politicians, they have people from the media, they have celebrities, all kinds of people. None of them are elected. They just have billions of dollars, and they're funded by the most rich people in the world, and they're specifically there to create policy and influence the world on a grand scale. And Bill Gates is one of these people, and that's why he's pushing his vaccine agenda 
And what does he want to do with his vaccines? He wants to put a little digital ID in it that everyone is going to get so we could, you, they can like scan you and see if you have the virus or not. Because anyone could be an asymptomatic carrier, you know. Anyone could be a terrorist. And that, that's what's coming from this. After 9-11, you had like, you had to have the Patriot Act because, you know, terrorists hate freedom. They want to kill us all. So everyone's got to be under surveillance. Well, now with the coronavirus, it's even worse than that because anyone could be an asymptomatic carrier. You could have the sickness and not even know it. And you're worse than a terrorist because you can kill like a bazillion people. And then you see how this is like the perfect fucking scapegoat to like do anything they want. How convenient, right? How convenient that they just have this this pandemic come out that just gives them the justification to do all of these things that they have been writing about doing for, for 50 years, 100 years. That's how old these organizations are. And that's why they use foundations like this because the foundation outlives an individual. And they can keep on the agenda. That's why these things keep continuing you know, for so long. And that's why they're successful. One, because they have this shitload of fucking money. And two, because they believe in their their ideology. They're all eugenicists. They believe that they're superior, that they got better DNA or whatever. And they want to depopulate the globe and take away all your private property. And they just think that they they want to control everything and fuck you, basically. So Bill Gates wants to inject everyone with his vaccine. And he says that we can't decrease the lockdown measures until everyone's got his vaccine. And how great, right? And Bill Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, was also instrumental in the event 201 scenario which was in conjunction with Johns Hopkins a very st- uh suspicious organization to say the least it's actually Johns Hopkins Bloomberg University remember Mike Bloomberg that guy who was just running for president against Trump Trump's homie who was like now they're not homies of course they are they're all friends ah it's funny how you have all these people it's such a small group of people up at the top and they're so instrumental in all of this. And some people are playing roles on, on either side, like like they're not buddies or whatever. They all are, dude. That's You got to understand this shit. And it's interesting because Bill Gates was the head of Microsoft, right? That's how he got all his money, supposedly. And now he wants everyone to be injected with his vaccine, which will have a digital digital ID in it through, through some sort of nanotechnology. And um, it's the mark of the beast. Like it was written in the fucking Bible, right? But ah oh, no, that's just that's just crazy, right? But these people use the Bible like a fucking playbook. That's what William Cooper talked about. You know, Bill Cooper, behold a pale horse, talked about that shit all the time before he got killed right before 9-11, because he predicted that shit. Someone was gonna be blamed on Osama bin Laden soon. And then the cops came to his house and shot him in the head. He got assassinated for talking about the truth. Well, so Bill Gates was the head of Microsoft. He recently stepped down only like a month ago. And he wants to mark everyone with this this ID, kind of like a tattoo. Well, it's interesting to draw the connections between another software company called IBM. IBM was behind the the data collection part of the Holocaust in, in Nazi Germany. The, the, IBM created this this system of of categorizing all of these people, all of these Jews or, or whoever was in, in the fucking concentration camps, they they counted everybody and like created this system to like keep tabs on everyone. It was a data collection, like a precursor to um 
fuck, I don't know. I don't even know what would be on par with that. But now everything's digital. But back then it was like a it was like a punch card type of system that IBM created. And IBM is still incredibly powerful today. They got millions of dollars from the Nazis for creating this system. And uh yeah, no, I mean didn't they didn't catch any flack for it. Like they're cool, whatever, just let them do whatever they want to do. And nobody talks about how instrumental they were in in creating the um the system that allowed the concentration camps to happen and the Holocaust. But, you know, that's all fine. All fine and dandy, right? And it's just interesting to see how, you know, IBM was a software company back in the day, a computer company that was used in the data collection of creating the concentration camps and all these millions of people who died there. And now we have Bill Gates from Microsoft who wants to to categorize everyone and and give everyone an ID and a little stamp and a little tattoo on the forearm, like what they do in the, in the concentration camps. It's something similar to that, right? Uh, isn't that interesting how this is happening here? And Bill Gates comes out and he talks about how he's a eugenicist, how we need to depopulate the world, how there's too many people, too many of you, of course. It's okay that he exists and his family and, and his friends because they're rich and they're they're from better blood, better stock, as they call it. But, you know, those Africans and, and and those poor people, right, in those poor countries, well, they can go. And uh, Bill Gates is actually banned from India for for um, making people infertile, I think it was. And yet, this is the guy who's on all of the news channels, like he's a health expert, which he's not. He's, he didn't go to medical school. He fucking, like, dropped out of school. He's a businessman. What the fuck does he know about handling this pandemic? He's just rich. You didn't vote for him. And yet, he has the ability to create policy and to to create whatever the fuck he wants and everyone just has to listen to him because he's rich. And it's the same thing with Elon Musk. Did anybody get to vote on whether or not Elon Musk should shoot 40,000 satellites into space and do 5G with his SpaceX technology? No, of course not. You don't you don't get to vote on that kind of stuff. He's just rich, and he does whatever he wants. But even that, like, to think that these people are operating independently under their own, like, they just had this idea, and they're doing it, and they became so rich, and now they have the opportunity to do it. That's not the way it works, dude. They're, like, they're all part of this one system, and they've been put out to be front men to, to push forward these agendas and, and just to be the face of it. When there, there's, a, there's people in the shadows who are controlling all this shit. And that they cre- they create these these figures. It's a star making machinery that is used to. It's the same type of shit that creates celebrities. Um, the same type of shit that creates Hollywood celebrities, musicians like the Beatles and shit. There's like a lot of money that goes into that. It's not just because somebody's so talented that they just become the most rich and famous person in the world. It'd be nice if that's the way it was, but it just isn't. Otherwise, there would be far different, much more famous people, and, you know, the most famous people in the world would be way different. It's not all about your talent and stuff. Yeah, it's not saying that these these stars aren't talented. Many of them are. Many of them are stupid as fuck, though, and, and mind-controlled through fucking, like, MK Ultra and stuff. But there's a star-making machinery that goes into to creating these figures who, who are at the forefront and telling us how to live our lives. They're unelected. They fucking... You know, we didn't vote for them, we didn't choose them, but they get to tell us how to live and, and we can't eat meat anymore and we can't drive our cars and, and you know, all this stuff. 
but you know it has nothing to do with what the people want to do it's just what these billionaires want to do and what these these huge organizations want to do because they they get to dictate our lives to us and we to think that we live in a democracy or that we have any say in what happens is just it's just not how it works man it just ain't so i don't know man you got to you got to be weary of these people and you know fuck them basically and it's funny too because this the same type of star making machinery that goes into creating big hollywood stars or big musicians is also used to to create these big star scientists who of course are are always on television telling you how to live your life and what to believe and what's true and what isn't true people like neil degrasse tyson bill nye fucking all these the there there's a few scientists you know that that are always in the spotlight and they're always getting coverage on on these big shows and stuff and they come out and they're just so wise and anything they say is just you know it, it's like a godsend it's just it's like scripture you know and you're just supposed to believe them because they're so smart and you're a fucking idiot and you got to believe anything a scientist says but this is how we've been trained to be folks so and that's the way it's going now uh Whitney Webb who's a journalist. She's an independent journalist. She's been doing a lot of good work. And you could find her work over at thelastamericanvagabond.com. That's Ryan Christian's website. And they're they're doing a lot of good stuff exposing this and, and some of the connections between previous exercises. They draw a correlation between Event 201, which of course was the October 2019 event sponsored by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Johns Hopkins Bloomberg University, and uh, I think it was was the World Health Forum or some shit like that, another one of these big foundations, that foreshadowed a big coronavirus outbreak taking place, and they, they just said everything that actually happened. They, they predicted the whole thing because they're just so good at it like that. Uh, well, they're also drawing a connection between an event that took place in, in 2001 called Dark Winter. Now, what Dark Winter was, it was also sponsored by Johns Hopkins University, and it simulated the outbreak of a smallpox virus that fucking took over the world. And it, actually, it was a bioterrorism attack where these terrorists like stole some smallpox from somewhere and then released it. And uh, you know, because they're terrorists, because they hate freedom. And of course, they they blamed it on like Saddam, I think. And uh, yeah, they were they were simulating this whole exercise. Well. Smallpox is very similar to anthrax. They're kind of in like the same category, bioterrorism weapon. And all of a sudden, right after the Dark Winter event took place in 2001, there was the anthrax outbreak. And there was also, they were also simultaneously around the same time as Dark Winter running a government-sponsored uh, event by, I think it was the Department of Health and Human Services called Crimson Contagion, which, which simulated the same, the same shit. So simultaneously, you have the Department of Health and Human Services doing Crimson Contagion, simulating a smallpox outbreak, and then you have the Dark Winter event, which was Johns Hopkins, uh, simulating this, the same type of event and how a government would respond and how we would control the public, and even how we would deal with with naysayers and, and so-called patriots who are trying to speak out against it or ask questions. They simulate all this stuff. And then right after that, what happened? Well, 9-11 happened, first of all. And then you blame that all on the Muslim terrorists too, and you, you justify invading the Middle East, introduce the Patriot Act uh, to take away all these freedoms, which is like a huge bill that they already had waiting just for the event to take place. 
and you do you invade all the countries that the PNAC group wanted to invade, which was the project for the New American Century, including people like Donald Rumsfeld, uh, John Bolton, Dick Cheney, all high-level uh, members in the Bush administration. When George Bush got elected because his brother over there in Florida, Jeb, fucking manipulated the count and made it so he won when he was running against Al Gore and Al Gore did the climate change thing. Anyways, all these connections, it's all the same small group of people who are all fucking so instrumental in all this shit taking place. But if you point that out, you're crazy, right? So 9-11 happened right after they did the dark winter Crimson Contagion type events where they were foreshadowing some sort of bioterrorism attack. And then... And then people started getting the anthrax letters. And who got anthrax letters? Well, there was three senators, among among other people as well. But it was three senators who opposed the Patriot Act. And I forget their names. I have them written down somewhere. But there were these three guys who were like, eh, I don't know about this Patriot Act. You know, it kind of seems like uh, you're trying to spy on everyone. <laughs> and, uh, well... Right, well, you know what changed their vote? Receiving those anthrax letters and and realizing that oh shit, like fucking terrorists are out there. We got to stop them. You know how convenient, right? And then all the all of these events was all they were all foreshadowed a few months prior, just like this whole coronavirus outbreak was foreshadowed in event two hundred one, and it was the same people involved, Johns Hopkins, and then it's like actual individuals that you can name, and I have some of them. Uh, Written down. Actually, yeah, here are the senators. It was Senator Tom Daschel, Daskley, Daschel, Tom Daschel, Russ Feingold, and Patrick Leahy. Uh, they all received letters containing anthrax, and they all opposed the Patriot Act until they received those letters. So it's crazy. And another thing, Whitney Webb, you know, she's written a few articles about this, talking about this company which stands to to make billions off of these vaccines that they're gonna that they're going to try to force on us and that they have been forcing on us. Just the idea of it. They're getting us ready for us, like, having to all take it. Uh, it's this company called Bioport, which they they made a shitload of money off of the anthrax vaccine. So they, like, cornered the market. They, they bought up the anthrax vaccine, and then they became the only people who could make it. They were the only ones who were, like, FDA-approved to create the anthrax vaccine, and they were all instrumental in, in the event in the Johns Hopkins University uh, where they simulated everything taking place. And um, they were advisors to everyone on, on what on what we should do and how we could deal with it. But at the same time, they, were, they made all of this money, all of these millions, possibly billions of dollars uh, from, from creating the vaccine because they were the only ones who were able to, to provide it to the government. And then after, you know, they, they thought that anthrax was going to take over the world, well, they bought a shitload of this vaccine, a bunch of doses of it. And it was a company called Bioport who did that. And Bioport had a really sketchy history uh, of, of unclean facilities and people getting sick from their shit and just all this fishy stuff that any regular company would get shut down because of. But since they had a revolving door to, to high-level government officials, they never got shut down. They got more and more contracts for more and more money. Now, so, so they, after the uh, Crimson Contagion Dark Winter exercises, uh, you had 9-11, and then you had the anthrax scare, and then you had the government wanting to buy a shitload of this anthrax vaccine, which there was only one of, and this company, Bioport, owned the vaccine. And um, by the way, the, the the anthrax was proved to have come out of Fort Detrick, which was a Maryland bioweapons laboratory. Um, and 
there's a lot of connections between coronavirus and Fort Detrick. In fact, there was a revolving door between individuals who worked at Fort Detrick and people who worked at the Wuhan lab, the Wuhan lab in China. You know what I'm saying? So we're all working together. They've been working together since the 80s. The the Chinese University in Wuhan and and the the bioweapons lab in Fort Detrick. They've been sharing shit and, and working together, dude. So uh, so much fishy shit. And uh blah blah blah. Let's see here. So so yeah, you had Bioport who who made millions off of introducing this vaccine and and that was great, right? Now Another thing that happened after the anthrax scare was it was blamed on Saddam Hussein. So so 9-11 happened, and that was blamed on Osama bin Laden, right? All of a sudden, immediately, everybody just knew without any investigation whatsoever. They knew the day of the attacks, minutes after the attacks, that Osama bin Laden was responsible for it and that we needed to invade the Middle East and invade Afghanistan and, and murder all these people. We had to be out for vengeance. We had to get revenge. Because they just knew. How did they know? I don't know. Fuck, don't ask questions, bitch. Just fucking go kill someone. Well, that's what happened. And then, and then immediately after that, you had the anthrax scare, and then people were blaming that on Saddam Hussein. Now, Iraq was also on the list of countries that we wanted to invade and overthrow. Iran still is, which, you know, Trump just came out today and said he was going to blow up any fucking Iranian ships that opposed our military, which were like in their shit. It doesn't make it's fucked. Uh, and I've given talks on that before, but so they blame the anthrax shit on Sudan and then got the public consciousness ready for the invasion of Iraq. And they said that he had weapons of mass destruction and and then we invaded Iraq and we're still there, dude, like almost 20 years later. 300,000 civilians have been killed. You know, thousands of our own troops, hundreds of thousands of their troops and their people trying to protect their homeland. And uh, all because of a lie, a 100% lie. He had nothing to do with those fucking anthrax things. He didn't have any weapons of mass destruction. Not saying he was a good guy or he fucking, you know, didn't do some fucked up shit. I'm sure he did. But, you know, like, it's, it's all based on a lie. And the same people who were involved in that are involved in this whole event that's taking place right now. They're, they're all still in these positions. Some of them got appointed by, by Donald Trump. You have a bunch of the neocons in there. Some of them who, who took part in the PNAC group where they list out these countries that they wanted to invade. And the same, the same um, vaccine manufacturer that created the anthrax vaccine is now working on a coronavirus vaccine. They've since changed their name because they're so controversial and they did all this fucked up shit. Uh, their name right now is, let's see, I got it written down somewhere. They went from Bioport to, uh, I can't find it. Some other name. Some other name these assholes are using now. Bioport, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they, they changed their name to Emergent Biosolutions. Because people were kind of like raising some eyebrows like, I don't know about these motherfuckers, like. Ah, it's a it's very ser- mysterious connections here. And another thing with that company, Biopore, is in about like 2004, they bought up the only drug that could be used to treat opium overdoses at the scene. Um, so like heroin overdoses. And this was right about the time where the heroin epidemic was, was you know, it's, it was popping back then too, and it's still fucked up today. So they own the only... Uh, treatment that could be used for for treating an overdose at the scene, 
And then anybody who tried to to make a generic version of that or a cheaper version, they sued the shit out of, sued them out of existence. And, you know, because they want to save lives. So if anybody who who makes a, a life-saving medication for for less expensive, then, then you get rid of them because you care, right? Do you see how, how these companies don't give a fuck? They really don't, man. They're incredibly corrupt. And, you know, in 2004, where do you think all the heroin's coming from, by the way, guys, right now? It's all coming from Afghanistan. And, uh, yeah, that was that place we invaded after uh, those towers blew up, remember? There was actually seven of them, not just two. Ah, fuck, but what do I know? Man, it's it, when you get into this shit and you try to, you when you realize what's actually happening and the people involved, it's just so blatantly corrupt and just, it's so fucked up. And um, you could put out all the facts out there and and get people to look at it, but they won't. Most people won't. They'll still just believe what they're told on the news and they'll still believe in Donald Trump. They'll still believe in, in whatever they believe in. And um, and then the, they, these people continue to get away with it. And they continue to murder you know, people on a massive scale. And they just continue pushing their agenda forth. And, and uh, they continue unabated. And anybody who, who tries to point it out is, wants to kill old people, apparently. Because everything's so simple and cut and dry like that. Man, I just I pray that people wake up and and try to figure things out for themselves, but I I honestly don't see it happening. And it's, this event has really put things into perspective on on how how misled people really are and how easily influenced they are by by whatever the fuck they're told to be influenced by. So man, I don't know. I'll put the links to these articles though in the show notes. As well as the links to my new music video, because there is some good shit happening in the world, such as my music. I got my album Silence's Betrayal coming out soon. So that'll be dope. And then, yeah, I just dropped a new video for Who Knew, produced by C. Lance. What up? And, uh, yes, you guys can enjoy that. Share it with a friend. And, uh, you know, spread it out there. Spread the love. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to be Got to be good to your fellow man and try to help each other out, regardless of of people's stupid shit that they believe. It's still all you can try to do is be a decent human being. Um, yeah, yesterday I gave some guy my shoes. There was a guy walking down the street, he didn't have no shoes. Homeless guy. It was like seven in the morning. I couldn't sleep, so I just like went for a little drive, and I saw this this homeless guy walking down the street with like no shoes on. I was like, oh fuck, and I was like thinking. And I had some shoes in my car. They were like sandals, but better than nothing. So I like pulled over, gave it to him, gave him some money and stuff. And didn't even film it and put it on my Instagram. Right? What an idiot. But, no, I'm just kidding. I think people who do that are extremely douchey. But, you know, try to help out the people less fortunate than you and just and just be the change that you want to see in the world because at the end of the day, that's, that's all you can do. Uh, I do have a, a good thing. To mention, and this is uh, with regards to music, Ari the Rugged Man's new album, uh, All My Heroes Are Dead. Fantastic album. One of the best albums I've heard in years. And uh, congratulations to him. I could tell he worked very hard on that. He's a legend, so, you know, fucking, I I would highly encourage people to listen to that shit because it's great. 
All My Heroes Are Dead by Ari the Rugged Man. has incredible features, just incredible production. The mixing on it is insane. You got to listen to that shit with headphones and uh, get the full experience. Just listen to the full album. It's like 20-something songs, and they're all incredible. Really, really good album. So congratulations to him on making real hip-hop and holding it down for the underground, doing some real shit, you know? That's dope. So peep that and then uh, peep my new music video as well. Who knew? I'm gonna put it in the in the show notes, and I'll. Uh, in fact, I'll play the song for you guys right now. Thanks for listening, everybody. You know, stay safe. I'll be back with another broadcast like this soon, or is it podcast? Podcast or broadcast? Either way, I'll be doing it again too uh, soon. And don't be afraid to go to homagetheliankiller.com/shop to uh, get some merch and, and support. So thanks a lot, guys. Here's a new song. Who knew? Peace. Paint a picture like Bob Ross Cock lots, pop shots till the cop drops Sound like the guy Rob Wild with the blah blah Don't jump through stunts like Kai Rob Rob with the singing what I want Never giving any fucks What you pussy motherfuckers ever think? I'm just greater than you Trump Hit the women in the bud Never even need to bomb any drinks Hit you with the ring Leave your forehead stamp If you wanna dance We can throw hands on the champ I'm the man I'm a motherfucker you heard? I part red seas when I speak the words. You a nerd and a dumb fuck, running with nunchucks. And once you blood rush, though you wonder with dumb truck. What, what, shit's corrupt that won't tame? No, nope. may star beef and leave the whole grain. Long raised whistle, blow the whole road. Scar brain tissue, phone that don't fold. Hope God came with you, that's the only hope, bro. Cause my foe foe turned into a whale with a blowhole. Yo, yo, just feel what I feel. Shit's real in the field, either kill or be killed. Go, whoa, kids kneel to the wheel. Rock skills what I will, then I'm filled to the gills. Blood bath mask, a path of rats. Stab whack, rap, cast of the hacked in half. You're all doomed in the headline news, too young, get too soon Ooh, ooh, so sad, whole world mad over one toe tag But it really don't matter, cause they won't pay your bills You think the movie characters, they're playing the wheel, it's all fake Hollywood rapes the kids, you flip Netflix on, then take the dick Old bait and switch, gay Satan is, so the ones who run the entertainment group Who knew, it'd end up like this, who knew, it get fucked like this Who knew, I spit throws like this, none of y'all kids sound pro like this Who knew, I'll be the next big thing, who knew, I get rich Much down to my last few bucks, sucks. Try and quit drugs, still smoke weed. Try and stay sane, pain won't leave. Life ain't easy, I know that shit. Take her by the neck and choke that bitch. Life ain't easy, I know that shit. So I'll take her by the neck and I'll choke that bitch. Yo, I'm sick of this rap shit. Seeing kids get rich up a whack shit. See, I got a few hits on my track list, but the fact is, I'm too brash for the masses to cover the atlas. So I rap for the underground crowd. Hip hop heads are in love with my sound. Couple new styles, but still stay true to my roots. Still love what music can do. Who knew? Who knew? It end up like this, who knew? It get fucked like this, who knew? I spit foes like this, none of y'all kids sound pro like this. What's the matter who's the biggest rapper on the billboard charts if this shit don't really represent skill? Right. Coming at you with the single rapping in the real dope bars when I spit a speaker set and sat still. From the fentanyl, the methamphetamine, I'm staying ready for everything from the highs to the downs and ups. Every record till I spit a settling, straight up better with seven it when I rhyme to the cow the fuck. Ain't luck, just practice, passion and madness. Classic, rap shit, bask in the radness. Graphic, casting, smash on my madness. Savage, glad, blast you blast. Ready for the game, make a fetty from your head. Brain spread like spaghetti in the bed. Uh, Hack 
machetes to the red. What? Every deadly is the mess. Docs give you when you say you've been depressed. Damn. Look at the mess that we've made. Straight from the road that destiny paid. Aim for your goals, they're meant to be chased. Straight from the mold society's made. Time that we change. Wait, they ain't never gonna happen. Nope. They didn't mean to preach, I should just keep rapping. Back in this bitch with sick, new, new. I can spit quick too, shit's lit. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? It end up like this. Who knew? Who knew?